Come get loud and show the world the power of the pack for your USAS Huskies. All tickets and information at huskytickets.com. 3rd of January, I don't think we need updates anymore. It's the next year. <laughs> we, if you were back to work yesterday, uh, hopefully you worked out the kinks and you feel a little more comfortable at work. It's a weird week. I still feel like it's possibly Thursday today. I have no idea, really. It's Wednesday, right? Is it? Yeah, it's Wednesday. <laughs> anyway, uh, shout out to everybody taking part in Dry January, which f- could be for a number of reasons. Maybe you just need to actually give your liver a break, um, which I'm sure is a possibility. Maybe you just want to save some cash. Alcohol is an extra expense that is not necessary. Um, at least that's what I tell myself sometimes. Or maybe it's to cut out calories because uh, alcohol's got a lot of calories in it, depending on what you're drinking, right? Maybe it's just for the heck of it. Um, and that's what I'm doing. I decided to jump on board Dry January this year. I got a couple friends who were doing it, and I was like, hey, why not? I've never done it before. Like, I've maybe unintentionally not drank in January, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a conscious effort to just do dry January. And it's tough. I'm not saying, oh, wow, I'm making it sound. (laughs) But like when I go to my girlfriend's house, we have a glass of wine. Uh, Sometimes after... You know, you get home at the end of the day and it's like, you know what? I'd like a gin and soda. And yesterday I did that. I started, I got the glass out. I got the ice and I was like, hold on a second. Wait a minute. I, oh, I signed up for dry January. So anyway, kudos to everybody who's taken part. Uh, be strong. You can do it. I still have my Christmas tree up. I said it yesterday. I'm saying it again today. You know what? There's a very good chance it's going to stay up. Probably this weekend. I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting, though, because some people are very, I was saying yesterday, you know, like super passionate. The minute Boxing Day hits, that tree is down. Christmas is out of the house. And that's totally fine. I I don't know. I really, like I said, I love the tree. I love the coziness it provides. Mine is fake. Uh, so it's going to go back in a box eventually. But if you are looking to get rid of your real tree, there is only one drop-off location this year. 42 Valley Road near the landfill. Trees that are dropped off uh, get put through a chipper and used as mulch um, or else they'll be composted. Can I just say that would be a great job <laughs> being the Christmas tree mulcher? All you do is chuck trees into those big mulchers and you get to watch them destroy it. I think that'd be so cool. Sidebar, I love those videos where they just like put stuff through, uh, not a chipper, but like those teeth. They'll throw a Barbie in there and it just like tears it apart. Anyway, sidebar, this city wants to remind you that trees should have their decorations removed. <laughs> If you are taking your Christmas tree to the recycling place with decorations on it, what are you doing? First of all, what a waste because decorations cost money. And what if you accidentally put like a sentimental ornament on that tree? Um, So make sure that you get rid of your decorations. They also don't want you to be wrapping them up in any way. Uh, saran, whatever, does not go through a mulcher very easily. So there you go. If you're dropping off a Christmas tree, 42 Valley Road near the landfill, or cut it up and put it in your green bin. 
talked about it in the news. This has been a big thing for the city of Saskatoon. We're short on cash, and uh, city councillors locked themselves in there for a bunch of days uh, before Christmas to try and bring down the property tax rate. They did uh, make some adjustments, which when you hear that, you're like, oh, good. So property tax isn't going up as much. Excellent. Yay. And then you realize it's because they've just tweaked a few other things. And one of those is new fees and costs for taxpayers. Um, the property tax rate itself, 6.04%, about $10.50 for a home valued at about three hundred and forty grand. right? So that's that's the big one. Uh, but then we find out wastewater rates are all going up by about 4.6%. Recreation is going to cost us more. Being active, getting out there and enjoying the city. Fees are increasing at leisure centers, uh, the forestry farm, golf courses, that sort of thing. And then this is the one that gets me and that I'm being, uh, you know, kind of making this about me, but it's because I do. I use the parking app every single day downtown. I pay for parking uh, for a few hours, and I again, I don't. I'm only doing it for a few hours, but the hourly rate is going up from two dollars to two dollars and fifty cents an hour. And you know what's funny is I paid for it yesterday, and I was like four dollars. Why is my parking so expensive? I didn't even realize it until I read the article the today. Uh, and then fines for parking tickets are going up thirty to thirty five, and then from fifty to sixty for tickets paid 10 days after issue i always thought it was 14 so i think that might be something to note as well uh but then the one that gets me and this just uh, grinds my gears there's a 15 cent charge like a uh what do they call it i'm gonna look it up here convenience fee what was it yeah, convenience fee on each transaction when you use the parked in app. Those apps are designed to make it more convenient, right? I don't have to run down and go to the pay station and pay that way. They want you, hey, use our app, use our app. And then 15 cents every time I use it. Breathe, Stacy. Anyway, again, first world problems. I know there are worse things in the world, but I hate parking fees. I don't know how I missed this story, but there was a heist. Anytime that word heist um, is involved, it, it makes me interested. Like, I remember, you know, you read about, like, jewelry store heists where it's, like, broad daylight and it's always very involved and complicated and they make off with millions of dollars in jewelry. Uh, there was a butter heist in Brampton. <laughs> Or sorry, in Guelph, whatever. Uh, in Ontario, Christmas Eve, some guys literally went to a grocery store and uh, tried walking out of the store with more than $1,000 in stolen butter. And let's face it, butter's expensive. I get it. You're going to steal jewelry? No, steal butter. And butter is so expensive. Uh, so basically, it was like 4 p.m. Officers were called to the grocery store because the guys were spotted putting cases of butter in a cart and just walking out of the store. Got into a vehicle, drove away. Literally, they just found, like decided to flee the scene uh, like they had done absolutely nothing. I was, like, when they say heist, I was like, okay, I'm expecting them to be, like, dropping down from the ceiling with little, you know, harnesses on, Tom Cruise-style, Mission Impossible, grabbing the butter from, like, the stock. No, they literally just walked up to the shelf, grabbed a bunch of butter, and tried to leave. Uh, they were caught, obviously, and in total, 144 sticks of butter were seized. They were charged with theft under $5,000, and one of them used a false name. So, there you go. That's a butter heist, ladies and gentlemen.
if you have listened to Cruise Mornings before, you know how much of a fan I am of charcuterie boards. I have been able to take part in very extravagant ones put on by other people where you walk in and it's just like an absolute statement, right? It's so beautiful. It's huge. Um, but then I've also had like what they, you know, the girl dinner thing where it's like a handful of crackers, a handful of cheese. And some meat and pickles, right? I just, I love charcuterie. I love the options that are presented to you. You can do um, dessert charcuteries. Um, You know, butter charcuteries were around for a while. I've seen French fry ones where it's like a bunch of different kinds of fries. But I saw one yesterday that just bothered me um, a lot. And it was a McDonald's charcuterie board. And it wasn't like you go to McDonald's and say, yes, I'll have the charcuterie for 10, please. No, you basically buy a bunch of McDonald's, bring it home and arrange it on your wooden platter um, to feed to your guests, which I get it, right? Having McDonald's at your fingertips and they were cutting, you know, the burgers into quarters and putting little toothpicks in them and then nuggets laid all around and fried. Fast food has a shelf life, like out of the bag of what? Five minutes, maybe? You need to spend at least five minutes uh, ranging your McDonald's charcuterie board. And by that time, that fast food is going to be so cold. And then you're going to go and serve that to your guests? Those fries. McDonald's fries, come on. You know you have to eat them, like, fairly soon. I I see what they're doing with the the charcuterie boards. But honestly, fast food? uh Uh-uh. No way. Even the French fries one is pushing it. Fries need to be eaten hot. Anyway, I, I do love charcuterie, just not not a McDonald's one. Come on. I have noticed, obviously, in stores now, uh, Valentine stuff. It is out in full force. It is very pink, very red, and very heart-shaped, right? And it's the same, I don't know, it's the same thing as Christmas, just shaped and colored differently, right? Like... There are no real, like, Valentine's chocolates anymore. Because basically now you can get Toffee Fay at Valentine's. You can get After 8 at Valentine's, right? Every chocolate out there has just basically branded themselves or marketed themselves for any occasion. And honestly, that's totally fine. I I like to eat Toffee Fays all year round uh, because they're delicious. But I just wondered, because when it comes to the conversation, right, about how, like, Christmas stuff comes out so early. Um, I saw some people getting up, up in their self about, you know, oh, Valentine's stuff's out already. And so, like, I think the Valentine's stuff was out maybe just, like, after Christmas. So that's really only a month and a half of Valentine's, you know, in your face by this chocolate. Whereas when it comes to Christmas stuff, I think that was out at the end of August, was it not? September, October, November. So that's, like, a good three months of in your face here's the christmas stuff so and the thing is too like i get it when it comes to timing there's not exactly uh you know a lot of time between christmas and valentine's day but the thing is we get enough of christmas in our face early what's a little bit of uh, valentine's in our face early right 
I asked the question on the cruise Facebook page that I got a new air fryer this Christmas. Very exciting. And I wanted some help with some delicious recipes. Not just like, hey, wings are great in an air fryer. Uh, I do love wings, but I just wanted to branch out. Uh, some people thought I should just Google it myself and not ask people. But you know what? I want the goods. I want the goods. You can Google stuff, but you don't know how it is. I want to hear from real people. Uh, Shelby said they use it for carrots, sweet potato fries, and steak. Shelby, Shelby, love you. But you know what? I just, I feel like steaks need to be done on a barbecue. That's just me. Um, one other thing that I did say, this one said, uh, garlic toast. Garlic toast would be amazing instead of always waiting for the broiler to, uh, heat up. Definitely cold pizza. My brother has done the cold pizza one before. And, um, Erin said she makes homemade pizza buns, freezes them, and pops them in the air fryer for whenever you want something quick. Nine minutes, and they're totally cooked from frozen. See, that's the kind of stuff I like is the the pre-made where you can just toss it in. And, and I know that sounds like an appetizer, but I mean like when you still make something, right? Throw it in there. Um, I've seen somebody do meatballs as well. Uh, love me some meatballs. And bacon. Bacon in the air fryer is a game changer, according to Kendra. Um, <laughs> Beverly even did baked spaghetti. Beverly's going all out. Baked spaghetti in an air fryer. You obviously cook the spaghetti, throw the sauce on in a little liner inside. This is the kind of stuff I want. Those are the kind of recipes I'm looking for. If you're missing Husky games, you're missing out. Game schedules and tickets available at huskytickets.com. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.